The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Our fundraising events got postponed again. It's, it's getting postponed because of the rain, right? But thank you, Jesus, for the rain. As I shared before, the Lord instructed me and the team to do everything that we can to finish all pending things that we need to do, that needs to be done, prepare our business plan, put in writing visions, dreams, and personal prophecies, and start applying the principles that God gave us for the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. And the Lord said that the rain is a sign that resources are here and will continue to keep on manifesting as we fulfill our destiny or as we follow the instruction, His instruction to the letter. So we're going to announce when is the next uh, fundraising events. If it will stop raining uh, next weekend, it will be next weekend and probably the following week after that, okay? So I prophesied about changes, changes, and changes, and uh, surely my activities and my schedule have been changing almost every day. But uh, thank God for that. It means to say that I'm busy doing about what I'm supposed to be doing. Amen? And you yourself need to do it too, because uh, you need to be a part of this transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence by following God's ways of doing things, by obeying Him and trusting Him, because you don't want any regret. So the rain is a good sign. So we are busy and keeping busy, and you need to be productive also, okay, in the things of God. So what I'm going to discuss with you again is about new mindset. Again, yes, again, because of the prophecies that I'm going to share with you again. Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19 says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. Why are we still talking about building a new mindset? It is because of the prophecies released to the body of Christ. And I just released it again last Sunday. And if you missed it, or if you wanted to, uh, to listen to it in its entirety, you can go to our website, SOGMI.org. Again, it's SOGMI.org. So changes and more changes are coming. There will be major shakeups, major changes that are good for the body of Christ. And you and I don't want to miss this. As we are witnessing upheavals, changes, and new revelations or truth or plots being uncovered, it is important for us that we be mindful that we are in the middle of the great move of God in the history of the church. If we do not focus on the things of God, we will get overwhelmed with these shakeups, with these upheavals, right, that are happening all around us. We will get overwhelmed with all these major shakeups, upheavals that are happening all around us, and we will going to give in to unbelief or fear if we're not going to hold on to the things of God. 
but those who focus on God and those who apply the principles of the kingdom here on earth will leave a legacy for the future generations. And what a glorious time to be alive. I mean, we have these opportunities. See and look at the new things that God is doing. Don't look around you, okay? So that you will not get overwhelmed, but you will be blessed. I also warned and many others about the political revival in this country. And as our country turns around towards righteousness, we were warned about this political revivals as this country turns around towards righteousness. I warned you a few years ago that this uh, political revival is not going to be tidy. It's not how you expect God is going to do it. It's going to be messy. And don't think, we Christians, we, do, we should not think that the enemy of God will just roll over and give up their strangleholds in this country. They will fight through the end. But as the body of Christ unite in this move of God, we will get stronger, we'll get deeper and higher in the things of God. So it's just like when the enemy of God comes like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against him. So as the upheavals are going on and, and if things are looking so bad, the Spirit of the Lord always raises a standard against that enemy, the enemy of the kingdom, the enemy of our God. So stay in the presence of God, okay? Because this is going to be very, very interesting. I got so long-winded last Sunday service addressing this prophecy that major changes are coming, changes to the nations as well as changes to the body of Christ. And I talked and I addressed this in our Sunday service for about two hours. Nobody left, so praise God for that. And a lot of times while I was delivering this prophecy, I was talking to the Lord, Lord, this is getting, uh, this is a long service. The Lord said that, no, you must uh, give it to them. Don't postpone things so that they can start following my instruction. They can start, you know, putting their trust in me. So even though I got long-winded for two hours, it is good for the body of Christ for us to, to know about these things. God is not going to do anything on this earth without revealing it first to his prophets and in our days to his prophets and apostles. They are going to build the charts. These two offices will build the charts in which Jesus Christ is the front and center. Okay? So I have to apologize to those that are watching live streaming, especially overseas, because they have to wake up in the middle of the night but they didn't mind. I got some feedbacks from them that uh, they were in awe of the prophecy and uh, they're going to apply and they're going to follow the instruction. So it is important for us to understand that. We must yield to this move of the Holy Spirit and we should be aware that we need the Holy Spirit desperately for his guidance and deeper understanding of the things of God because we have never been this way before. It's just like it never happened before in the history of the charts. You know what? Every time you see revival is coming or revival is taking place, like in San Antonio or in Dallas or, or some other parts of the nation or the world, we Christians practically can kind of imagine what is going on. Salvation, miraculous healings, deliverance, right? But what is going to happen in this move of God, it's all of those plus what never happened there. It is the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. 
in a multitude, not just um, on a few people, okay? So th- this is the one thing. That is why I kept on repeating myself because whomsoever who's going to listen, who's going to believe and follow the instruction, they will be a part of this transfer of wealth. It doesn't matter whether you approve of it or not. It doesn't matter whomsoever. This is the kingdom of God. This is what God is all about. He does not play favorites. Okay. So in Joshua chapter 3, verses 2 through 4, it says, Joshua chapter 3, starting with verse 2. After three days, the officers went throughout the camp, giving orders to the people. This is what the prophetic instruction is all about in our days, okay? So these are the instruction, okay, in those times. After three days, the officers went throughout the camp, giving orders to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the priest, who are Levites, carrying it, you are to move out from your position and follow it. That is the first instruction, okay? Follow it. And verse 4, Then you will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. Here's another instruction. But keep a distance of about a thousand yards between you and the ark. Do not go near it. Verse 5. Joshua told the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Okay. So these are the instructions. First, Joshua have told them, that's their leader about to enter the promised land, gave them instruction. When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priest who are carrying it, the Levites, You are going to move from your position and follow it. Follow the Ark of the Covenant, right? Then it said, second instruction, but keep a distance of about a thousand yards between you and the Ark. Don't go near it. That's the second instruction, okay? The third instruction is, presently now, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do amazing things among you. It means to say, you purify yourselves now as a preparation for the great things that God is doing. So in our days, this prophecy about the Lord, the Lord saying that United States of America will turn towards righteousness. We will experience a political revival in our country in which it is happening now. And simultaneously, the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence will be upon the body of Christ. Those who obey, those who trust God, those who have been faithful, right? And the instruction for us is adding up. I remember I told you about the instruction that trust God, believe God, right? Front and center is Jesus Christ. Allow the Holy Spirit to teach you about his ways of doing things and develop a new mindset, be a financier in the body of Christ, okay? So those are the instructions, and now he is telling us in our days, more changes are coming, right? And as far as our government is concerned, there will be more upheavals, there will be more exposures, and uh, it, it is a move of God. We need to keep united, and we need to keep on praying, okay? Pray for our political leaders, and go and vote. Remember, You are going to vote as a Christian first. What is important? The issues that are most important to God. Okay? That's how you vote. Then you vote as an American second or whatever, but vote as a Christian first. You're going to start there. And you you are going to look for politicians that are in accordance to the will of God. And that's what it is. Okay? And at the same time, your vote is your seed. 
If you don't vote, you don't have an excuse to complain about what is going on, okay? The Lord is really cleaning our clocks right now in every sector of society because he is preparing his people to take over. We are the head and not the tail, after all, because the victory has been won for us. So the instructions now and the warning that God is telling us, trust me and change your mindset. You knew your mind so that you have the mind of Christ. So what is the mind of Christ? What is it in the mind of Christ? The mind of Christ is he's not doing his own will, but he is obeying and following the will of Father God, right? And remember, like all of us, Jesus had to go through it too. A lot of times we want to tell God how to do things instead of God telling us how to do it. And then because it doesn't make any sense, we don't want to obey it. We want to obey our own way. But God, in his long suffering and patience, and said he doesn't mind waiting throughout eternity, but he is not going to make exemption because you just don't agree with what he's telling you. And if you trust him, everything that he tells you to do, it is all for good. It is all for blessing for you. It is all for his glory, for your benefit, and for the benefit of his people. So like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, he didn't want to go to the cross and go to hell in our stead. Remember in Matthew chapter 26, verse 39, in Matthew 26, verse 42, and Luke chapter 22, verse 42, he asked the Father, he said, If it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. There comes a time, and a time is coming, that we do not have a choice, my dear brothers and sisters, but to fully trust God and obey his instruction like Jesus. You must allow the Holy Spirit to teach us because why? We've never been this way before in the history of the church. You will see a lot of spontaneous, as if spontaneous miracles in every sector of society. The Holy Spirit with all his power and all his might and all his knowledge and understanding who abides with us forever and who is our counselor and our teacher and our friend and our God here on earth and said, will not respect, will not spare any sector in the society. You're going to see the move of God in our schools, in the arts and entertainment, in science and technology, in the media, and yes, in our government, yes, in our own family, you're going to see them in a global proportion. So we must fully trust him and follow the instruction. They're simple, just like the principles that uh, he gave us for the transfer of wealth. Whatever you have right now, you improve them. Don't leave any mess. Follow the golden rule, right? And take an inventory of what you have. Those things that are not of God and from God, you have to reject them. And uh, the other one is find the purpose of God in the things that you do, okay? Find the purpose of God so that the Holy Spirit can come in. If you know what you're doing has a purpose in God's plan, in his kingdom, you will be more conscious and more sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, okay? And at the same time, many Christians believe in the transfer of wealth. 
I mean, when I got baptized by the Holy Spirit, I began to study and hear from Christians that the wealth of the wicked is laid out for the just, but it surely did not manifest. It only manifested on few selected people. Why is that? Because people tend to focus on the wealth, on the riches, without looking for the purpose of that wealth. The purpose of that wealth is for the influence, for the Christian's influence to be in every sector of society. And the affluential lifestyle, it's for people so that they will want to know our God, right? But we have to also learn we should not just focus on riches. We have to be very mindful of that responsibility that comes with that wealth that the Lord has for you, right? Joshua made an illustration last Sunday night concerning wealth, influence, and affluence. I just quoted some of it. His example at that time is, if you are going to spend a dollar per second, per second, okay, a dollar per second, how far will your $1 million go? And his calculation is $1 million, if you're spending $1 per second, will only last you for 11.57 days, almost 12 days. And if you have a billion dollars and you spend $1 per second, that billion dollar will last you 31.7 years. It's not even one generation, okay? Now, uh, since our president is a public figure, I can, I can mention his name. Our president is worth uh, $3.1 billion. And if he's going to spend $1 per second, his $3.1 billion will last him 98.3 years. 98.3 years. That's two generations. So that's good, Right. Could you imagine your influence if, if, you, have, uh, if you have that money? Because uh, since uh, we just remembered 9-11 and what happened then, so I saw a picture of uh, President Trump that was 17 years ago that uh, a day or two after 9-11, he hired people to help identify or research victims of 9-11. That's what the influence and the power that money will give you. And that is the purpose of God, is to put your wealth to good use for his kingdom, for his glory, for your own benefit, and for the benefit of his people, right? So now, if we're going to talk about the richest man in the world, who is worth $160.2 billion, if he's going to spend $1 per second, it will take him 5,079 years to spend. So if you just go beyond the wealth on the riches, you go to the influence and affluence. Now you understand why the prophecy is not just about the transfer of wealth. It is a transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. Because right now, those who have an influence in the world of global proportion— they're not even Christians, or some, they call themselves Christians, but they're not acting and living like one. So now, God is saying to you, you prepare yourself for that influence 
to be transferred to you. But there are responsibilities in it. Because as I say before, it did not manifest in the past because Christians are just looking at the money in millions. Oh, I'm going to buy me a house. I'm going to pay all my debt. I'm going to bid. And I'm going to build your church, Pastor Chris. And it ends there. That is not what the transfer of wealth is all about. It's for us to have influence. It means to say we will have the influence to implement God's ways of doing things and to preach the gospel of good news of the kingdom of our God. And those people, if they preach whatever they preach, they have a connection because they have the money to pay for it and they have the influence. That is why it is important for you and I to have a new mindset, right? It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 31, in part says, This world in its present form is passing away. In its present form. And we know why the Apostle Paul is saying that. It was teaching that because he got the revelation. Well, we got the revelation too. Through the book of Revelation, chapter 11, verse 15, it says, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. This is the purpose of the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence, that the body of Christ is at the helm in every sector of society, that we should stop talking about when I go in a full-time ministry. If you are not a minister of, of the gospel now, you cannot be a part-time it is who you are. It means to say that we are all full-time ministers. Some are getting paid, some are receiving profit, and some are getting it from, uh, from the ministry, from tithes and offerings. But what is the best way? If you can preach the gospel, if you can prophesy, if you can pastor, and yet you have your own money to influence others, isn't that better? But comes with it is stewardship. That is why we need to change our mindset. You know what? Our instruction is forget about the former things. Whatever, how, however you did it before, and even if the move of God, if, if God used you in the move of God and said forget about the way he moved in the present time, just look for the fruits or the results, salvation, healing, prosperity, and blessings will come and more than we can even pray or imagined on what he's about ready to do. So if we are set in our old ways, then that is an old wine skin. We cannot be able to contain what is about ready to happen. And I'm running out of time. Okay. So changes are here and more changes are coming. We have to get rid of old thinking, even of tradition. Okay. This is important for us to focus on who God is and how much he loves you and I. His power and his ways of doing things need to be implemented. Let me pray for you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that this um, prophecy, that thus saith the Lord, your word, O Lord, for this present time will not return void, but it shall accomplish what it set out to do. Thank you, Father, that even now, those who will believe at the sound of my voice, those who needed healing, that they will get healed instantaneously, that those who need deliverance, they will get delivered. And thank you, Lord, every member of our family will get saved and will serve you in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Call me at 210-695-1630. Or you can email me at sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. I am getting uh, ready to go to the Philippines. 
to conduct this training about transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. And uh, also, we are planning on holding a training here, like a, a prophetic training or prophetic and business training or conference. And it was meant for the core team only, but now, because of the time that we're in, I'm opening it to the body of Christ, to whomsoever will come, but you need to call and register because seating is really limited, okay? So God bless you for tuning in. Until next time, join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I-810. Our morning service is at 1030 a.m., and our evening services on Sunday and Wednesday is at 7 p.m. We are also live streaming Every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, you can go to our website, SOGMI.org, or YouTube. And this is a wonderful seed for the expansion of our ministries and for my trip to the Philippines. You can donate by going to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Donate. Again, it's SOGMI.org, or you can mail us at P.O. Box 1579, Helotis, Texas, 78023. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas, 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.